0: This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. Give me the doubts. Give me the
1: uh, the timetables. All I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration.
2: That would be the most irresponsible thing any organization has ever done. Rushing back a rehabbing player onto the field earlier than he should after a, a very serious injury. And oh yeah, just so happens to be the oldest player in the sport. And a guy who you are hoping to have a long-term relationship with. And it would not even be forcing him. It would be allowing him. But even on that one, even the Jets would need to step uh, uh, step in and say, well, wait, wait a second.
0: This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.
2: Oh, that sounds like a perfect receipt. We will do receipts. We will check last week's receipts. We will get on the record again this week with receipts at 1130. If you have a take on the NFL season and want to be on the record as saying, I knew that this was going to happen, this is your chance. 1130 receipts. We will take those. We will check a few from last week. Already, some of them. Ooh, boy. We will not be hearing from certain people on the show ever again based on their receipts from last week. So we'll check those at 11.30. 11.15, we'll do NFL picks. 11.45, we'll do leftovers. So a jam-packed last hour here of the Gordon Damer Show at 1-800-919-ESPN. And you can always hit me up on Twitter, which I still call it, at Gordon Damer. I should also tell you enter the ESPN New York No Hitter Sweepstakes for your chance to win $25,000. Find the No Hitter tile on the ESPN New York app. Pick a team and submit your entry. Today's qualifier is Salvatore Sessa from Astoria, Queens, who has chosen New York's American League team to throw a no-hitter today. It's presented by mohicansuncasino.com and for full contest rules, all you got to do go to York.com. Com. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Jim is in Manhattan. Jim, go, my man.
3: Uh, good morning. Uh, may- maybe they should try the air pumps on Biden. All right. But, uh, but Gordon, you know, in the late 90s, the Yankees won all those titles. They had Don Larson Day for his perfect game, and Larson and Yogi were there, and Cone mm-hmm. and, and, or David Wells pitched a perfect game. That's Yankees' karma. And in uh, 1999, the Jets were serious contender. Testa Verde was hurt early in the season, season over. So who's in the owner's box last Sunday when Rodgers gets hurt in the fourth play? Vinny Testa Verde. Won. That's yeah. Jets' karma. And I think uh, the Heidi game, the butt fumble, and they never got a decent backup for the injury-prone name, that defines the Jets.
2: It is wild. And, Jim, thanks for the phone call. We covered a lot of topics there. Uh, It is wild that the last time you could make an argument that they had this high expectations, the quarterback went down in the first game, an Achilles injury. It is absolutely insane that that could happen a second time. As I said, it feels like it's like a a, a TV show that's repeating storylines. They've already done this storyline. I've seen this one before. Now, that year, they started out really bad. I think they, what did they start? One and six, one and seven, something like that. And then the second half of the year, they kind of caught fire. And I think they finished eight and eight that year. Uh, I think that they could have something similar this year. I would say if they, they would still be okay, I think, if, if at the bare minimum, they have to go two and four. Their schedule here is very, very difficult to start the year, but it does kind of, to, to, to open up in the second half of the year, and I think through these first four, five, six games, if there is any improvement whatsoever in Zach Wilson, you will see it at at some point here before the bye week. They have the bye week in week seven. Before them, Dallas this week, New England next week, Kansas City the following week, Denver, Philadelphia. So, which one of these is not like the other? I would think at Denver. Sunday, October 8th. That's the one you got to win. And I'm not even saying if you win that game and you go two and four that you keep Zach as the quarterback. I think that when you get to the bye week that's when you make the switch and you just kind of have to hope against hope at this point that he can he could just not be a complete disaster out there giving away games, but the schedule is brutal. But then after the bye week, I think they're more winnable. you get the Raiders, you get the you get the Falcons, you get Houston. Washington's after the bye, the Giants could be a winnable, who knows? That could be a winnable game. You usually are able to beat Miami once a season, so you play them twice. That's when things can can open up. A, so if you're at 2-4 after the bye, and, and you have the quarterback situation um, kind of solved at that point where at least this is the way we're going, I think you can still have a season. I think you can still have a season. Todd is in Fort Lee. Todd, go, my man.
3: Yeah, um, I think what you really need to do with the Zach Wilson situation is look at it by standards, okay? Who were the two worst quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl? In my mind, they were Jim McMahon and Trent Dilfer. Can Zach or anyone who replaces him top that standard? That's that's to begin with.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And they have to not judge him on the first seven games, any differently than they would have judged Aaron Rodgers?
2: Well, I, I think, Todd, thanks for the phone call. Um, I think you're going to judge him differently than you would Aaron Rod- I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you would have expected to win. You weren't expecting to go 2-4 in the first six games of the season. If you had Aaron Rodgers, you would expect to um, be at least 3-3, three three, if not 4-2. And and just simply think, jet fans, and I think most of them have. You got to get Super Bowl out. Forget about Super Bowl. You sound ridiculous. Let's just see if you can have a season. Let's start there. If if you go to the Super Bowl this year, great. But let's not let's not say that out loud because you sound ridiculous. They're not they're not in a they're not a Super Bowl contender with with Zach Wilson as a quarterback and really probably anybody that gets as a quarterback. Right now, you're just trying to have a winning season. A 500 season, a season where you get to the final month of the season and you still get a shot because the final month of the season, you get Atlanta, you get Houston, you get Washington. Let's, let's leave Super Bowl out of the mix. Don't worry about Trent Dilfer and what he did. Ryan is on Long Island. Ryan, go.
3: Hi, Gordon. How are you? I'm good, Ryan. Thanks What's going to on? I'm my call. You know, big fan, first time. Oh, thank you. you. Thank um, you. So uh, I wanted to bring up an interesting comparison. I think okay. um, I saw that uh, Aaron Rodgers online. I saw you ordered this, you know, hybrid chamber for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I remember Terrell Owens when he had like this devastating injury, and he's and he made it back for the Super Bowl.
2: So that was that a broken leg, low. yeah. Well, look, right I know I don't think anybody has ever come back uh, in four months and and really, for him to come back in four months, you would have to have stabilized the quarterback situation so that you're', not, you're not, it's not killing you every single week to rush him back this season would be completely irresponsible, no matter what the situation is. If the jets are bad, well, there's no point on bringing him back because you're bad you're not going anywhere if you're good. Well, then whoever you have at quarterback, Wilson or somebody else, has got to be playing pretty well that it doesn't make sense to bring him back and rush him back. Let him have his time. He's the oldest player in the NFL. Let him have time to recover like a normal person would and just hope against hope that he comes back next year and looks like Aaron Rodgers. Part of it is the desire to come back, which clearly he has stated, and he expects to be able to do that. Okay, good for him. Do all you have to do to get back. But whether or not he's able to reach the levels that we've seen of Aaron Rodgers, there were already questions about whether or not he was going to be able to reach the the level uh, of the great Aaron Rodgers that we've seen in the past after the year he had last year. And that was before a catastrophic injury. Brian is in Milburn. Brian, go, my man. Hey, how you doing, boy? I love your show. Thank you. I want to say I'm, I'm really
3: angry it happened to the Jets. I'm a 49er fan, but... All these Jets fans was calling the stations with the with their negative Nelly stuff, mm. and I'm, I'm, I'm so sad that it, it turned out that way. But Zach Wilson, I don't know if he could be – I don't know if that defense is Tampa Bay defense and all that back in the day, but if he could just stabilize a little bit, he still should go to the playoffs.
2: Well, look, Brian, and, and I, I hear what you're saying, right? You're thinking to yourself, I, what does he have to do? All he has to do is not be horrible. But, of course, if he wasn't horrible to begin with, he would have still been the quarterback. Like, when you take a quarterback with the second pick in the draft, that guy's going to have a lot of runway to, to operate. Justin Fields in Chicago, he's been brutal too. Now, he's shown you more than Zach Wilson has, and he has greater physical skills than Zach Wilson has, but he's not been good either. But he's going to get more chances because he was taken not even as close to as high up as, as Zach Wilson was. Trey Lance, unfortunately, he would have gotten more opportunity, but they, they found somebody else. They, uh, Brock Purdy steps in and, and looks fantastic, so they move off of... Generally, when you get drafted that high, you get a couple of years. By the midway point of last season, Zach Wilson was already getting benched again. So I understand what you're saying. I kind of agree with it, that all, all you need for Zach Wilson to be is, is just not god-awful. But at least so far through his NFL career... He's not been able to do even that. Even those low standards, he's not been able to reach. It's saying something. Richard is in Manhattan. Richard, go, my man. Gordon, I... NBA point, but first,
3: Aaron Rodgers, he sounds stupid. He should be thanking the doctors, thanking the hospital, thanking the je- thanking everybody, and say, I'm going to do my best to rehab, and hopefully I'll have a season next year. What are you talking about? Negative things about people who doubt you? What well, are you that's what he does. People? That's
2: what he's about. That's oh, fine. Look, if that
3: terrible. motivates him, you okay, think somebody fine. would ta- I don't think motivation is the problem. You could be motivated, but don't say it on the air. You sound stupid. Somebody right. should be with him and monitoring what he says. He, should, he sounds stupid. If he was my own brother, I'd say, Aaron, Thank everybody.
2: That's maybe why he's written doing... of everybody off from his family.
3: I don't know. Well, that's that. All right. Let me talk about the NBA. This whole thing about players resting. Here's the pro- it has nothing to do with players resting. The NBA doesn't care if Giannis or Steph rest. They don't care whether these guys, they don't care. But they're hearing it from the fans who one day, one game a year, go and see Steph, or one game a year, go see Giannis. Here's the problem the NBA. Regular season means nothing, nothing, zero. Absolutely. That's the problem. You have to address problem. the problem. It's like if you have a roachin problem, you're trying to kill one roach. you've got to go for the whole thing. Here's what you have to do. Now, it's drastic, but it will do something. The reason, the, first of all, during the playoffs, I don't know if you knew this, 60% of the home teams won. That's it. 60% of the games were won by the home teams. during. The, so there's not that much of an advantage having a better record. Four games to three means nothing. If you're Boston, if you're Golden State, and you both clinch your conference at the end of the day, what are you playing for? You don't care whether you go to ball And that's, in, that's only if you guys meet in the final. It means nothing. The whole regular season in the NBA means zero. That's the problem. Them. Here's what you do. Every series, instead of four games to three, the better record, you make it six games to one. Game one will be at the worst team. So if you have a one versus eight, the eight is at home for game one. The next six games, so you eliminate all the travel. Next six games are at the home to, at the uh, team with the one record. Now, players may still sit out and all, but they're going to hear it from their fans when they don't have home field, home court advantage, or they don't have many home games during the playoffs because they're going to be paying for it. you got to make these guys go all out during the regular season. Now, it may work, it may not work. Try it for one year. You have to make these players. Coaches don't care. They want to rest the players. They know the play. The season means nothing. But if they're going to have to pay for it, and the fans will be ticked off if they get a worse position and they only get one home game uh, during the
2: series every series that they play the six games are on the team that had to right a record richard i think you've diagnosed what the actual problem is i don't know whether or not you've come up with the remedy uh but yeah the, the nba regular season is meaningless there's too many games and and we all judge it the players the the organizations the fans the media we all judge it on how things go in the playoffs so there's too much uh, there, there's way too much uh, on the the playoffs and the results of the season, and and nobody cares about the regular season. Nobody from top to bottom. So you want everybody to be rested up and ready to go for the postseason. So that's why the load management has come in. And I, I don't know that anything that they've done in terms of fines, it'll be a little bit more structured now, maybe. But the the, the problem is still gonna still gonna happen. One 919 ESPN is the telephone number coming up. More your phone calls coming up. NFL picks. Oh my goodness. We did amazing the first week and we're going to build on it next right here on the Gordon Damer show 98.7 FM ESPN, New York.
0: Now back to the Gordon Damer show on 98.7 ESPN.
2: People, it is the Gordon Damer Show, ninety-eight point seven FM, ESPN New York, one 919 ESPN is the telephone number. Eleven thirty, we're going to be doing a fresh round of receipts. So if you didn't get in last week and you have a thought about the NFL season, or it, it could be anything sports related, or really anything life related, it's it's basically you want to be on the record as calling your shot ahead of time. It's called receipts. We do it at eleven thirty. We'll re, we'll review some of them from my oh my god. Some of them were rough last week, but we're doing that at 1130. So if you got something, certainly hop on board. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. You can tweet me, at Gordon Damer on the old Twitter machine. But first up, before we get to NFL picks, it's time for MLB Round Trippers, driven by Coach USA. And now, look, I did not – I was not really focused in all that much on the Yankees or Mets last night, but I did have two thoughts. A – Carlos Rodon pitched during the week. He has five more years left on his Yankee deal. And this is an unknowable question. This is just a thought experiment. How many of those five years do you think he makes 30 starts? One? Two? All five? Are you wildly optimistic? I think the over-unders, two. If you told me he had any more than two seasons where he made 30 starts... Because he's only made 30 starts once in his nine-year career. And as we all know, didn't happen this year. Also, we have more than enough time to get into what's going to happen in the baseball offseason. Who's going where? What moves the Mets are going to make? What moves the Yankees are going to make? I don't know how realistic it is that the Yankees make and and sign this Japanese pitcher. No, keep the music up. I like the football music, with even with the baseball. It, it makes everything better. I don't know how realistic it is that the Yankees signed this uh, pitcher, Yoshinobi Yamamoto, but I hope that they do just because I love saying Yoshinobi Yamamoto. Could you imagine John Sterling saying Yoshinobi Yamamoto all season long? That would be like fun. That would just be fun. I don't even care how he is. We already got Rodon. He stinks. I have another guy that stinks. At least this guy's name's fun to say. It's more fun than Carlos Rodon. And that, my friends, is MLB Round Trippers driven by Coach USA. Make your commute to the city easy on a Coach USA bus for schedules and fares. Go to CoachUSA.com or download the Coach USA app to buy, store, and scan your tickets. All right, let's go on to uh, NFL picks, shall we? Two and one, week one. Solid start. Not sensational. Not uh, 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 We would like 3-0. We uh, unfortunately took the Steelers last week. And again, to be clear, for our NFL picks, we do two things that separate our NFL picks. A- we get them right. And B, we are only taking underdogs all season. So that really kind of limits the amount of games. I'm doing it this year with one hand tied behind my back. So we took the Steelers week one. And as soon as I I did that, I really liked the pick. And then I saw, you ever have people probably in the media, maybe it's friends, who they take a game and all of a sudden it changes how you feel about the game. Like I saw some people, that as soon it's almost like if you see they take it, you just take the other side. I saw that, but it was already too late. The Saturday show was already over. And secondly, I would like to thank the Steelers for showing from the jump they would not be in. There. That was not going to be a heartbreaking loss in the last field goal at the at the. No, no, that one was over almost immediately, almost immediately. So two and one last week, only picking underdogs all season long. We've got three games for you this week. We'll start things off. Chiefs, Jaguars, Chiefs, Jaguars. In Jacksonville is uh, plus three and a half, plus three and a half. Well, everyone's on the Chiefs this week, right? And the reasoning is always the same. They can't start 0-2. The Chiefs can't start 0-2. The Kansas City Chiefs 0-2. They got Kelsey back. They got Jones back. Well, here's the thing. Trevor Lawrence played well in that playoff game last year against them, did have some issues with the turnovers. Their offense, very impressive in week one. It kind of got overshadowed by some other uh, offenses. Miami's offense, clearly. Uh, some of the, the other performances of week one. But very impressed with Jacksonville. So give me the points and give me the Jags. Moving on. It was tougher this week to find three underdogs that I like. But I'm going back to the well. Sunday night football. Dolphins, Patriots, New England at home. Plus three. Plus three. You, would, you could make it conceivable. The most impressive week, uh, team of week one was the Dolphins. People loved the splash plays. Tua, as someone who's been a critic, had his best game as a pro. He was sensational last week. Tyreek Hill, to me, is the MVP. He is just unbelievable. But Mac Jones, it's amazing. In a league that is based on coaching and now having some actual reliable coaching on the offensive side of the ball, he made immediate improvement. And Belichick's defense, it looks like it's the real deal again. So, And with Aaron Rodgers going down, you're telling me New England and Belichick don't see the road opening up to, to to maybe win this division again? And at home, after a loss, they need a win here. They can't afford to go 0-2. So give me New England and give me the points. Might name this segment Give Me the Points from now on. And then game number three. I had a bunch of games written down here. Again, tougher to find this week. We need longer music beds for this segment because I do drone on. I like the, I kind of like the Bears plus two and a half to bounce back. They were god-awful last week. I saw the Steelers plus two and a half, but I can't get back on that horse, not after it uh, treated me the way it did uh, a week ago. So where do we go? Where do we go? What do we look at? And it's pretty obvious. Let's head down to Texas. Jets, Cowboys, Jets plus nine and a half. I was hoping it would get up a little bit higher, I'll be honest with you, but it's nine and a half. Not a ton of games I like this week. The worst matchup at the worst time for the Jets thrown in against a furious pass rush with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. But the Jets did not get blown out games even with Zach Wilson last year. The defense looks elite. Brees Hall looks elite. And they're going to have to count. I'm not expecting to win the game. Can we just keep it close? That's all we got to do. This one. There are no moral victories. But when you get nine and a half, there are some moral victories in terms of my FanDuel account. So give me the Jets on the road and the points. So there you go, people. It's the, uh, the Jaguars, it's the Pats, and it's the Jets for our week two NFL picks 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number 1-800-919-3776 coming up more your phone calls and coming up we will do a fresh round of receipts if you want to be on the record with any kind of hot take that you may have about the NFL season the baseball season anything we even had one nick call last week out of the blue we'll do receipts next on the Gordon Damer show 98.7 FM ESPN New York
0: now back to The Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Say it with your chest. I'm taking receipts. It's a clown show. Gordon Damer's collecting receipts. I got the hood on.
2: Oh, yeah, I love See, you throw the, the, the producers of the show, you give them some airtime, immediately there is uh, formatting, there is production being done, behind the scenes for segments and everything. Well, there you go. It is receipts. We do it 1130 on Saturdays, one 800 espn is the telephone number. If you have a hot take, if you have an opinion, you want to be ahead of the curve on something sports-related, something life-related. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. And you can also submit receipts on Twitter, on X, at Gordon Damer if you want to do it that way as well. We prefer on the radio. Now, we took receipts last week. And, uh, look, ye without sin be the first to cast the first stone or something like that. I I, I screwed one up. The Aaron Rodgers injury has uh, certainly uh, put a little crimp in, in my receipt from a week ago where I said the Jets were going to win the division. Now I'm not I'm not going to say that that one's a hundred percent wrong just yet. I will. There's no, no there's no point on returning that one early. I'm I'm on board. I'm on the record. Uh, and again, this segment's not about just pointing out people's mistakes. That's not what we're about. I'm just looking at the receipts from last. Cody from Rockland he called in last week and said Daniel Jones was going to have a better season than Aaron Rodgers. That one's looking pretty good right now. It would be. Now, if, 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 if Daniel Jones looks like he did this past week, that one will go the other way. But at least Daniel Jones is on the field and playing. And, and, and we know that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be doing that. So that one looks pretty good right now. Matt and Troy last week called in and said that Daniel Jones was going to win the MVP. That one's not looking very good. But I think the one that jumps out uh, the most to me, and there were a bunch, Keith and Hasbrook Height said the Jets were going to be the number two seed. That one's looking a little shaky. But clearly, the number one receipt that has already gone bust, Anthony and Levittown. Where are you, Anthony? Where? Show your face, Anthony and Levittown. Said that J.K. Dobbins was going to lead the NFL in rushing with 1,800 yards. God, you're wrong. That one woo, That one went bust fast. He didn't even make it through a game. So, Anthony and Levittown, show your face, my friend. It's the problem with this segment. I'm not going to lie. It, it's going to alienate a lot of callers. But it is what it is. Uh, all right. So, Joe and Harvey, do you have any receipts for this week? Before we go to the phones?
1: My one receipt is if Zach Wilson is the primary quarterback for the rest of the year, the Jets will finish with four wins.
2: Four wins for the Jets of Zach Wilson. There's a lot of caveats there. I don't think that oh, if, they, if, if they are not winning games here, by the, if they do not win another game before they get to the bye they he will not be the quarterback. It's
0: well, that's
1: say. not how I now take everything Salah says with a grain of salt. But that's not the way that the Jets have talked about Wilson this week.
2: No, of course. Well, they have to. What other options? They have no other options. It's the what's the song by uh, Crosby, Still? If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. They're they're gonna love the one they're with right now. Imagine him playing that song for his girlfriend or wife for the first. Hey, sweetie, I wrote this great song. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. I'm sure she was cool with that. All right, so I have two receipts for this week. So, Joe, you're on the record. Harvey, you got nothing?
4: Uh, I'll give you a fun one. The Giants okay. will score more than zero points on Sunday against the Cardinals.
2: <laughs> oh my God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, we're, I'm thinking about doing another segment. I don't know if it's going to be on Saturday or during the week where it's, you, you put something into three categories of, of your level of concern. It's agita, it's anxiety, or it's full-blown panic. The Giants, after Week One, clearly it's a, a, an anxiety at the least. If they lose to Arizona, we might have to create a fourth category beyond full-blown panic. Like it will be—it's a cookbook. It's a p- cookbook. It, it'll be uh, even higher than than full-blown panic. So I think that that one's a safe one. To do. Like I what's the the
4: Def Con ratings and all that yes, stuff?
2: Yes, the Def Con rate. I always get that wrong. I don't know if one's the highest or five's the highest. Whatever. All right, so I got two receipts. For, actually, three receipts. Well, one, my
4: my actual receipt will be that the Dolphins will win the East.
2: The Dolphins are going to win the AFC. Yeah, and the right, Bills so we'll, will be the wild we'll card. Write that one down. One ESPN is the telephone number for those of you who want to take part. Uh, okay, so my receipts for this week. Uh, I already stated earlier. Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers says. I don't care how many doubters or haters or whatever he. Aaron Rodgers will not play again this season. If he wants to, to people to to doubt, I am doubting you. You will not play again this season. It would be irresponsible to do so by the jets by rogers by everybody involved number two by week six the jets will have a different quarterback if not sooner by week six the jets will have it and that might include the bye week so we'll put it at week seven they will definitely have a different quarterback um, by then and then the other one a baseball one how about this buck showalter will be back as mets manager next year I'm I'm putting that one – I think next year is going to be one of those years where uh, David Stearns kind of gets the lay of the land, so Buck's got one year left on his contract. I think Craig Council looks like he's going to take a year off after this year, so I'm going to say Buck Showalter will be the the Mets manager next year. All right, let's get some receipts in here. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. If you want to be on the record with your hot take about something sports or otherwise related – one 800 Let's go to Sebastian is in New Jersey. Sebastian, go my friend.
4: Hi, uh, how you doing? Um calling into lock in the receipt. Uh, Patriots are winning the AFC East this year after what I saw with the Bills and Jets game
0: mm-hmm. and
4: then you have the Dolphins having a shootout with the Chargers. I don't think their defense is going to be good enough. The Patriots surprised me. Uh, Mac looks a lot more confident and that defense is for real, so I don't think anybody uh, has them going too high up this year, but I locked them in with the better already, plus 900, to take the AFC East.
2: All right, Sebastian. All right, your receipt is printed. Consider it on the record. Sebastian in New Jersey. Uh, I was higher on the Patriots, I think. I think Larry was, too, uh, than most. It seemed like if you were to predict before the season, most people had the Patriots as uh, there was a lot of differing in opinion on who would win the division but it seemed like everybody was pretty much on board with the Patriots finishing at last. Patriots finished 8-9 last year and had the worst offensive coaching situation you could possibly have. So uh, I'm not writing off Belichick, so I kind of like that receipt from him. Let's go to Chris is in New York City. Chris, go, my man.
3: Hey, how you doing? Hey, Chris. So my receipt would have been so much better last week. Um, I was trying uh, Miami Dolphins to win the AFC East, two up to be a top three MVP candidates. And the finish in third place. All right, oh, third play. place. Who's who's
2: finishing in easy. last place, Chris? 30-inch. Yeah, who's finishing in last place in the AFC East? The Patriots. Oh, okay. The Patriots. So Chris is going the more typical route. All right, Chris. Thanks for your uh, your receipt. Dolphins finish in first place. Well, from your lips to God's ear, has it has an MVP in the National Football League ever missed time? In the season where he won the MVP, I don't. I, I would doubt that that's ever happened. Now some strange things have happened. There's been uh, MVPs that uh, there was a kicker that won MVP one time. Mark Mosley was the MVP one year. That, <laughs> that's an odd one, but I don't know that a, a there's ever been an a, an NFL MVP who has missed games and given to his injury history. God, let's hope for football's sake. It, it's bad for the sport when you lose stars of the game and to see Tua play the way he did last week he was absolutely sensational oh that's another thing I, I saw this week that Dan Marino I was talking to somebody somewhere and said that if he were playing now he'd throw for 6,000 yards in a season and some people had uh, issue. oh well nobody's even thrown for 5,500 yards The only people who are debating whether or not he's thrown for 6,000 yards are people that did not see Dan Marino actually play. Because if you saw Dan Marino actually play, you could absolutely foresee that he would throw for 6,000 yards. All you need to know is he threw 48 touchdowns in a season. The previous record when he did that was 36. So to extrapolate that out, that would be like somebody now throwing for like 70 touchdowns in a season. Dan Marino was a different breed and probably – in terms of what they say is arm talent, probably the most arm-talented guy that may have ever played in the sport. Ever played in the sport. Uh, all right, I don't know if this are, are, these are receipts or not, but let's go to Sean. He's in, uh, I think it's in Puerto Rico. Sean Goma, man.
4: Gordon, how are you? Happy Saturday.
2: Hey, Sean, what's going on, man?
4: Doing good. Big fan of yours.
2: Thank you, Sean. Gordon, You're the all right. Uh,
3: yeah, want your opinion
4: uh, all the hoopla that's going around with a possible uh, qb for the jets things as ridiculous as bringing a uh, philip rivers back there's things that make sense and two of them are jacoby Brissett and the other is teddy bridgewater i just wanted your thoughts on that and why don't you think it'll happen before the bye week i think they need someone in the room now whether you want to let uh, this could play or not. So I'll just wait for your answer.
2: Thank you. Well, look, I think they have to bring in a body because Zach Wilson, he, he tends to get hurt as well. But I, I think that what the, the, the Jets are in like two problems right now. A, um, they probably want to see if they can like give Zach Wilson one last chance because he is here. And maybe there has been some growth as a result of the, the Aaron Rodgers influence and better coaching, nathaniel hackett and the second thing is probably nobody's available right now nobody's nobody's trading away their quarterback in week two of the season generally so uh they they probably want to see what they've got and what will be there's going to be more options available in a few weeks when teams come to uh, come to reality of what their season's going to look like so i think it's kind of a a two-pronged thing it is kind of funny to hear some of the um some of the names being thrown around. Oh, this guy hasn't played in three years, but the Jets will bring him in, and he'll be the. I heard that there was a plan to reanimate George Washington and have him be the court. I mean, it's crazy, some of the things. We just need some sheep's blood and some blankets and an air pump, and we'll be good to go. Dino is in Nyack. Dino, go, my man.
3: Um, listen, I
2: don't know about the sheep's blood and all of that, but uh-huh. I got Miami taking the division, right? Uh-huh. if Tua stays healthy well that's a that's that, see that's a big qualifier of course if he stays healthy that's a, that's a weak receipt you have to you, if you're going on the record then what you're saying is that Tua is going to stay healthy
3: but the, is don't you think that that's what's supposed to happen like
2: no, he's not but he's never been get... able to stay healthy Again, he, doesn't stay, I mean, he didn't stay healthy in college. Yeah, he didn't ball. stay healthy. I mean, the last season that he probably stayed healthy was back when he was probably playing in high school.
3: Okay, I get it. He can't stay healthy, but if he can, if he can somehow manage to muster up and play like ninety percent of his games, they're take that division's his for the taking. And right. um, I wanted to ask you one more thing before I, before I let you go.
2: Yeah, okay. You let me go. I let you Is go. Is Kirk Cousins better than Dak Prescott? uh i I mean i to me hang up all right dino thanks for the phone call to me they're 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 kind of the same um i I would not i don't think that like the use on the k show the the wedding tables i think that both those guys are at the same wedding table um I, i probably would think that that cousins is slightly better but it's a very it's a very narrow gap very narrow gap
0: Now back to The Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.
2: We're not done yet. Last segment of the show is when we do
0: the leftovers. A hungry damer is never full.
2: At this stage of my life, eating is like 90% of my joy.
0: Where he answers the unanswerable. Got to do something with my hands. I got to get busy. No algorithm can defeat the GD. These are Gordon Damer's leftovers.
2: All right, well, we've, we've covered a lot of ground today. See, when you miss a segment of this show, and you can certainly hear the show after it's over on the podcast, on ESPN, uh, the new, York, new ESPN New York app. If you haven't downloaded that by now, what are you doing? But I have some, some questions for both Joe and Harvey. I think they have some questions for me. Joe, very negative about Zach Wilson. So Joe, I have, uh, now that the show is almost in the books, I give you two options for the rest of the season. You can have either Zach Wilson or a reanimated George Washington. Which way are you going?
1: Well, George Washington. He only, he only has one
2: tooth. <laughs> Keep that in mind.
1: George Washington can't be any worse, right?
2: I think even a reanimated – he's very old. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the oldest guy in the NFL, but he is significantly older than Aaron Rodgers, George Washington, at this point.
1: I think we would need a lot more than just blankets, sheep blood, and an air pump, but – Right. I, I would take my chances.
2: Have we thought about using the sheep's blood, the blankets, and the air pump uh, when it comes to Zach Wilson? That might be.
1: It might be the missing formula. You never know.
2: It, you never know. You know ne- if if Nathaniel Hackett doesn't work, we always got that to fall back on. All right, so here's the the main question that I had La- uh, last night. We decided to have Chipotle for dinner, so this is the scenario, and you have to, you both have to answer this to see. This is almost like the job interview question about do you have Easy Pass or or do you put your shopping cart back? We go and my wife gets for her and my daughter. I get for myself and my son. Because when you're on that Chipotle life, you're trying to order four things, it's like you're trying to spin plates on sticks. It, something's going to somebody's order is going to get screwed up. You can't or, it it really should be a maximum of two people per, uh, two orders per person. Cuz otherwise it's just going to get all messed up. So we order the food. Everything's good. We'll get it all paid for. We're leaving. When you're done ordering and you've paid for your order at Chipotle and you're, you're walking out the store, is there anything that you must do before you leave the store at Chipotle?
1: Fill up the cup that you got for, for your food?
2: No, no. I usually
4: check my bag before I leave the place.
2: Okay. There's nothing else that you do. Maybe this is just me. I have to get a giant pile of napkins.
1: Oh, yeah. And just put them in I the mean, glove and, compartment. You go
2: to Chipotle. It, it's worked. It's seventy five dollars for three burritos and a, and a quesadilla. I'm getting some napkins out of this deal. Come high or high water. And my wife looked at me. She's like, I've got napkins at home. I don't I don't care. I don't care about those napkins at home. I am working some napkins in. And it's for four people. I need for four people at Chipotle. You get like seventy five napkins. That's a fair ratio for four people.
1: And I think Chipotle is in on it anyway because they put out a giant stack of napkins to begin with. So, mm. if it's there for the taking, why not take it?
2: They know what's going on. Absolutely. All right, guys. Do you have any leftovers for this week?
1: I have one. All right.
2: And we know Joe is – is it Zach Wilson related? Because Joe – the negativity with Joe, as we've already established, very tough to penetrate Joe. But go ahead.
1: It's not – Zach Wilson related. It's actually Shohei Ohtani related. All now that right, he's cleaned it- out his locker with mm-hmm. the Angels. Mm-hmm. Is it more likely he returns to the Angels or signs with the Yankees?
2: <laughs> I, think more, I think it's more likely he signs with Neptune. I don't think he's going back to the Angels. I th- you don't usually clean out your locker if you're planning to return. I don't clean out my drawers if I'm returning to home. I think that that's a sign that he's going to have the surgery, I would think, almost certainly, and, and his time with the Angels is over. Harvey, you got any leftovers for today?
4: Uh yeah, go Red Bulls. Hope they sweep NYCFC later today at Yankee Stadium. And uh, just a quick uh, question for you: What makes you so sure that Buck Showalter is going to be back as a Mets manager?
2: Don't, don't don't you worry. I got my sources. I got my sources of people that I talk to, and it's just and it's mostly it's not so much that I've talked to people. It's just mostly a feeling. I, I want to be on the record because that's been a question: of What you do with the manager final year of his contract? Is he coming back? You're going to move off? You got the new. Finally, the big head of baseball operations, been waiting three years for him. Generally, you would think he's going to make sweeping changes right away. But I think that Buck Showalter will be back for one more year. He's got one more year on his contract, and then David Stearns can kind of get a lay of the land. It's a long-term proposition when you're paying the guy $10 million a year. All right, that's going to do it for us for today. I mean, the show has – I mean, it's already over. I can't believe it. If you didn't get us on the phones, please hit us up on Twitter at Gordon Damer. Anita Marks is coming up next. Thanks to Joe and Harvey. We'll see you next Saturday right here, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York.
4: It's impossible to penetrate him. Well, I'm going with Bump Fardo here.